Hello and welcome back everybody to the Crosspoint Church Scripture Podcast. It's your host, Pastor Josiah. So glad to be with you. Asking the Lord to show us some things in his word, open the eyes of our hearts so we can see some things today on whatever day that you're listening to this um, that will encourage us in our faith and uh, help us to see God clearer and strengthen our faith in him, okay? Uh, That's the main point of why we do this podcast. Um, To all of our faithful listeners out there, thank you very much. Um, All of your encouragement is awesome and always helps. And just knowing you're out there, because you're the only reason we're doing this. We don't profit or make any money off of this. Um, It isn't the point. Uh, The point is to join with the rest of you who love Scripture and want to learn to love it more. And uh, that's our joy in doing this. All right, we have a um, Scripture today. Our verse of the day comes from Romans chapter 10 and verse 17, Romans ten seventeen. This is a great verse for um, our program because there's so much more to it than there seems. I like that. I don't, I think that's kind of cool because I don't know what you go through in your Christian life, but an experience I've had before is kind of this fear of like, oh man, is that it? Or this fear of like, what if life is bigger than my faith and my Christianity? You know, just those sorts of things. So to notice that, no, the problem is always with me, that I haven't seen enough of it. That's always a relief to me. I love that. And uh, today will be no exception, okay? So on our on the surface, Romans 10 and 17, pretty simple. Um, it reads in the ESV, So faith comes from hearing, and hearing through the word of Christ, okay? So faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. Um, I say it seems simple because, you know, if you're a Christian, now if you're listening to this program and you don't know anything about Christianity, you don't know God, first of all, I'm so glad you're here. However, God brought you to understand, to hear about this program. I think it's awesome. But So you might be going, uh, yeah, I don't get it. And I understand that, so stick around because we're going to get it together. But uh, for those of you who have any kind of knowledge of the faith of Christianity, this can just seem like a restatement of a simple truth that we already understand, which is not a, like a problem or anything. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, Christianity is not a cult of the new where we just look for something new every day. Being reminded of old truths is a good thing. But what I think is that we could assume we know more about what Paul is talking about here to his original audience in Rome than and assume to know more about it than we do by just saying, oh, so faith comes from hearing. Well, obviously you have to hear about uh, the good news of the gospel, and when you hear it, then you can believe it, and it is the good news about Christ, so there you go. But the problem is, even within the verse itself, it's not there you go that easy. For one, there's a so there, so faith comes from hearing. So um, Paul has been saying something, that from this, we need to go back and have a look at the verses before, or we're missing something. Otherwise, that word so wouldn't be there. So we need, we need to know why did he put this as the conclusion. This is the conclusion to a thought. Our verse is. And then after that, and hearing through the word of Christ. I'll say that's not as clear as it seems at first, because of the way it's phrased. It doesn't say, and hearing about Christ, or hearing about what Jesus did for us. It says, and hearing through the word of Christ. So that um, Christ is often the way that they um, translate in our New Testament, um, the anointed one, 
the way that Jesus was the chosen, like the chosen anointed priest, king, um, high priest, you know, the anointed chosen one of God. And so apparently that word, uh, the idea, the word of authority that Jesus is the anointed one of God is a word or has everything to do with how we gain faith in God. Okay. So things are already starting to deepen. Like in other words, until you see and hear that Jesus is the anointed one of God, you, your faith is can't, you can't have faith because that's what it comes through. It comes through seeing Jesus as the Christ, the chosen one of God, that there isn't another plan or something outside of Christ that can save us and that the that God is ap- accurately represented through the words, life, death, resurrection of Jesus, his son, the king of kings. Okay, so pretty cool already, like without Jesus, no salvation. But let's look into that so, okay? And for that, we have to go quite a bit up, and there's no way we're going to be able to um, cover everything that we're about ready to hear, but I can just give some pointers. And then I was hoping you guys would go back and look at Romans 10 on your own and just start with that highlighter and start looking into some of this, okay? So let's start reading. This is overall context. Romans 9, 10, and 11 are in the letter addressing the fact that the Jewish people, the nation of Israel, were God's chosen people, a race, a nation that he made through Abraham to be his chosen people. In Romans 9 through 11, are Paul talking about the fact that though they were his chosen people, why did they reject his chosen king, Jesus? What does that mean for them? And also, why do we, Gentiles, non-Jewish people, get to be included in on these promises? That's the, that's the overall context, so big umbrella there. But just so you know, that's what Paul is addressing here. And starting in verse 5, he says, For Moses writes about the righteousness that is based on the law, Okay, that's the Old Testament faith. For Moses writes about the righteousness. The reason you could know you were in right standing with God would be to fulfill the law in every point. That the person who does the commandments shall live by them. But the righteousness based on faith, so we know from the gospel that we fail to fulfill the law in every point, but Jesus did not. Jesus fulfilled the law on our behalf and now offers Um, his grace and mercy to those who want it. So verse 6, but the righteousness based on faith, there it is, that trust says, do not say in your heart who will ascend to heaven. Like, How can I get up there on my own and and get my righteousness that I need, and uh, that is to bring Christ down? Or who will descend into the abyss, that is to bring Christ up from the dead? How can I accomplish these things? It says, don't think about that, but what does it say? It says the word is already near you. Because of Christ, the word is near you in your mouth, in your heart. That is the word of faith that we proclaim. Now, this is very important. Listen to this. Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, so when you see it, and, and to see it is to believe it. You see it and you come to trust in him, and, you, and that's what confess means. It's not just saying the words because someone's making you. It's the acknowledgement like, oh, there it is. Jesus is Lord. And believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Those are the conditions now. 
It isn't this law that Jesus has fulfilled. It's not how can I get up there and make it happen or get down there and raise this life up from the dead. Jesus did those things. He came from heaven, so he didn't have to reach up to heaven. And he went down to death and was raised from it, so he doesn't have to be brought up by anyone. Verse 10, For with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. For the scripture says, Everyone who believes in him will not be put to shame. That's Jesus. For there is no distinction. Now here's the Jew and Gentile thing. Because now to God there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. For the same Lord, Jesus, is Lord of all, bestowing his riches on all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Okay, So Paul's going to great lengths here to establish Jesus as the as the standard and the and the focus of our faith. 14, how then will they call on him whom they have not believed? If you don't trust Jesus, how can you call on him? And how are they to believe in him of whom they have never heard? If they didn't know about Jesus, then how could they call upon him? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? And how are they to preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. So that's a problem. If no one ever hears, then what are we going to do about this Jesus? Verse 16 is the answer, but they have not all obeyed the gospel. So they've heard it, but they have not obeyed it. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed what he has heard from us. Christ and his grace were contained in those old prophecies, but like people do today, they heard it and rejected it. 17, so faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ There's our verse in the middle of a much larger discussion, as I think you can see now. So faith comes from hearing, and and hearing about what? Oh, this Christ, Jesus. But I ask, verse 18, have they not heard? Indeed they have, Paul says. Their voice, he's quoting from the Old Testament, their voice has gone out to all the earth and their words to the ends of the world. But I ask, did Israel not understand? First Moses says, I will make you jealous of those who are not a nation, with a foolish nation that I will make you angry. Then Isaiah is bold to say, I have been found by those who did not seek me. I have shown myself to those who did not ask for me. 21, but of Israel, he says, all day long I've held out my hands to a disobedient and contrary people. So I think you could see that we just dumped, uh, jumped into the deep end of the pool. Isn't that wild? Just from that one verse. Now, we understand enough of it you know, for it to be effective in our lives to say, oh, this is about the gospel and how Jesus is central to it and how he fulfilled the Old Testament law so that it's not like the Old Testament law doesn't matter or has been peeled back so now we can do whatever we want, some of these kind of bad teachings you hear. It's more like, no, it matters every bit, but Jesus has fulfilled it and now offers the life, his own life, to those who put their faith in him. And that life was offered to Israel. They heard it but did not believe it. They understood it but rejected it, and so God is using us, Gentiles. He's saving us and bringing us into that kingdom as a way to make his people jealous in a way so that they will turn to him and from their own ways. Isn't that why? That's just crazy. So you're a part of all that. So now if you're like, man, that is a lot. I've never heard any of that. You need to go back to Romans chapters 9, 10, and 11 and just begin to slowly make your way through it. Now, listen, there are going to be a lot in there you're not going to get, and that's okay. We have to learn that that's all right. The Bible's a huge book, and uh, if you think you're going to understand it once through, you're, you're just mistaken. So go back and read it. 
uh, Romans 9, 10, 11, but read it slow and underline a few things. And I think you're going to find that what the bottom line, I think you're going to find is you're, you are a part of something much bigger. You are a part of a mission of God to win his people back to himself. It's, it's just, that's great. All right. Uh, we're already long on this episode, but, uh, had so much fun with you guys. Just couldn't stop. All right. We'll see you next time.